You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 40 for March 12th, 2015. This week we talk about ice cream in winter, give awful advice to teens, discuss friends and friending you online, Ugh, snorting ashes, perfume, and a new fan fiction about us. Yummy. Ooh. Those stick around for the show. All right. One, two, three, clap. And there it is. Gorgeous. And we're, we're off. We're off to the races. How are you, Joe? Off to the races. Stasis. Itta-bitta-basis. And then we're going down. Wow. Can't you see a blank shit? Take it. Hopefully we don't get flagged for copyright with that beautiful rendition. Was that Lana? Is that Lana Del Rey? That's Lana. That's yeah, Lana, right? Yeah, Johnson. I don't listen to Lana very often, but I I know that song. I know that one. It's and a good song. It's, 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 what's the other one? Blue Jeans? Blue Jeans. <laughs> white shirt. Welcome to a room. You know, you made my eyes burn. James Jean. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know we had a guest star on this yeah, episode. Yeah, oh my god, Wait, I'd like to welcome Lana Del Rey. Yeah, Lana Del Rey's on the podcast today. Hello, Lana. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I didn't mean to already like break your ears. I just have a song in my heart, and I have to get it out. Oh, I see. It's like, kind of like a burp. Except, it is like a burp. It's very it's similar. I see. I see. I see. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing good. I was actually I was just scrolling through Twitter, like literally just now, and I just want to read this uh, tweet from People Magazine. And I quote. Oh, do you follow People Magazine? No, actually, someone screen capped it and put it on Tumblr. So I just love oh, okay. me actually scrolling through Twitter. So now you know my hoax. It was actually on Tumblr. Anyways, so uh, People Magazine tweeted this article that said, and I quote, After stealing what he thought was cocaine, this Missouri teen snorted his grandfather's ashes. Like, Ooh. how do you like distinguish? Like, okay. Let's just break Those it down. Those aren't ashes either. That's bone dust. Well, okay. Let's break it down for a second. A, cocaine is like white, right? Uh, yeah, Usually? I guess. <laughs> I mean, from like all of like the <laughs> angsty the most teen movies I've seen. The person in the world. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it because like I'm not rich enough, I don't think. <laughs> um, but what would you just say? What's ashes? Okay, well, I was going to I was going to compare the fact that like, okay, so cocaine is white and ashes looks like Ovaltine. So the color contrast. But is, does it though? Yeah, totally. Have you not seen ashes before? No, but it's not ashes. Well, okay. Like well, the stuff they put in, the, it's like bone dust. And well, wouldn't that be white? Well, okay. So here's what happens. Actually, I, I, I'm so surprised that I actually know how this works. So when you cremate a body, we're starting this podcast with cremation, you guys. Get ready. Oh, I've read all about this, too. Oh, really? Didn't we talk? You've talked about that book that you read. Yeah. Um, spoke in an earlier eyes. podcast, didn't I talk about reading about cremation or something maybe what all do you know about? we're like i think we should open our own funeral home i mean i'm ready to be honest i'm ready as too. long as i get cremated first like we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll open the funeral home for ourselves like that's all that's gonna happen um what did you did you ask what i know about it well yeah because like don't they just uh they burn the body and then obviously the bones don't get burnt so you have to like put them in like a blender a grinder. basically yeah like a coffee grinder or something. Uh-huh. But like, I mean, have and you have you seen like the end remains of like a human after it's uh, been cremated and ground up and stuff? I've seen movies where I'm sure that's not the real thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to see. I want to see pictures. Hold uh, on. Okay, we're gonna what, look this what up. Do, what do you Google for that? Uh, um, human, human ashes, cremation remains. Human. Yeah. There we go. Here we go. There we go. Cremation. Okay, so yeah, it is mostly. It's grayish. It's grayish. Yeah. But it doesn't look like ashes, though. No, no, no. Like like ashes. It's com- like yeah. I mean, I could see how maybe they thought it was like dirty cocaine, I guess. But also, what are you, what, what are they thinking when like there's that much of it? Do they just think they hit the fucking jackpot? And they're yeah, like, like, oh this my god, huge... I had no idea that Dad was storing all of this cocaine in this <laughs> urn on the mantelpiece. <laughs> this beautiful Asian esque urn. Yes. <laughs> What a great place to put your coke. Like, how stupid are you? Ugh. And, like, there's a picture that goes along with it, and he's just, like, looking into the camera and his mugshot, mug just like, yeah, I did it. Like, I know. Oh, Jesus. I know. <laughs> I know. I snorted my cute? grandfather's ashes. Not really. I'll, I'll send you a link. Okay, yeah, I want to see. He's kind of Wait, like, how old? You said he's a teenager? Yeah, so, like, no, he's not, like, I mean, you get arrested, but hold on. Let me Let me send you a link. Oh, God. Oh, ding. You, it's okay if they're hot. Is that right? Is that the law? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you said he was a teenager. I'm not allowed to say if he's hot or uh, not. Yes. <laughs> he looks kind of, he looks pretty cowboy though. He does, yeah, because with those, like, the under eye, kind of, like, puffy eye syndrome. He could, the, be a, yeah. he could be a J-pop star, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, he could model <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> We're like on like it's only been eight minutes in and we're on so many goddamn tangents right now. It is ridiculous. Um, but. speaking of cocaine. Oh, a segue? So whenever it's I was gonna tweet this and then I didn't because I thought it was offensive. So now instead I'm just gonna say it in a podcast. And Perfect. It's be offensive somewhere else. Yep, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure someone's made this joke before, but I was gonna I took a really pretty picture of when it snowed last week. And I was going to caption it, uh, walking in a Whitney Wonderland. (laughs) 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 And then I was like, no, she's dead. I can't even make that joke anymore. It's been dead for a while, though. Oh, totally. Go for it. I should have done it. I'll tweet that picture sometime. Yeah. Next time it snows, I'll do it. Put it in your... Don't steal my jokes, people. (gasps) Oh, well, I'm I'm sure you're going to tweet it by now. If you tweet it in the next two days, you know, it's No, I'm too stupid, too. I don't use Instagram or Twitter that much. Oh, okay. But I I use Twitter that much, but not Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And all the snow's gone. Oh, did it all melt away? It did. It's hot again. Mmm, hot. Well, oh, I'm sure someone else has already made that joke anyway, so. Well, I mean, you know, I've, I haven't heard it, but that's because I'm stupid, so. Yeah. You win my heart, Joe. You win it. But yeah, I... anyways, is it, uh, it's soon. Hopefully, it'll be warm enough for you to go to Sonic and get a slushie. That's all that oh, really I matters. Oh, I still eat. I still get the slushies. Really? Like, even in the dead of winter? Oh, yeah, totes. <laughs> like, um... I like to, I eat ice cream, like, outside in winter. You just, like, like roll around in the snow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you, you know about my midnight, my midnight snacky specialty, the ice cream? Oh, yeah. I know, I, I you haven't mentioned it in a long time. I was, you know, are, do you still do that? Is it still, like, fairly routine of you to do that? A fairly routine. Usually, I, before I go to bed, uh, before I brush my teeth, obviously, I brush my teeth after I do this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sleep with all that sugar on your teeth. Um, Obviously. Obviously. But uh, I like to eat chocolate ice cream at night, and I like to pour milk on it so the milk freezes to it. 
Yes. And in the winter, uh, when it's really, because you can see like the atmosphere better in the winter. Mm -hmm. And I like to look at the sky. So I will go outside and look at the stars and eat ice cream. That sounds... Eat my little ice cream treat. So romantic, to be quite honest. It's so it's so romantic, except I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> except for that one little detail. Oh, come on. You know, actually, I I completely... I, I knew that you got ice cream at night, but I had... I totally forgot that you put milk on it. Someone that I know that does the exact same thing with only chocolate ice cream is my mother. She <gasps> loves that. She will get a, she doesn't do it very often, but like when she's feeling frisky at night and she's like, I'm going to treat myself. She'll go to the fridge and she'll get a little bowl of chocolate ice cream and pour some milk over it. And then she'll eat it. This is like further evidence why me and your mom should be BFFs. Like literally BFFs, you know, uh -huh. you could just, you could go to the liquor store and then you can go hit up the club and then you can go to the casino and mm, the casinos where it's at yeah. uh, the casinos where it's at and you could just play the slots you could pay you could play those penny slots for hours and then get ice cream and sit with each other under the stars it would be amazing so much like a fanfic about that that would be that would be good that would that would be a good fic speaking of speaking fics, of fan fanfics <laughs> i knew that was your segue <laughs> I had to, but like, honestly, someone should actually uh, make a fic about that. <laughs> Talking to you, whoever wrote the newest fan fiction about Joe and I, which is Mobius called... Mobius Chan. Yeah, Mo Moby Chan, Mobius Chan. Um, so we that read... That wasn't me farting just now, by the way. I was opening a bottle. Are I you... I want a, people to are know you, that. Are you an, a genie in the bottle? No, no, Xtina. Xtina couldn't fit in this bottle, I don't think. I mean that wasn't a that wasn't a weight joke, by the <laughs> way. It's just a very small bottle. <laughs> no one can fit in a bottle. It's just common sense. <laughs> after always after I say something, I'm like, damn, that's retracted. Could be taken retracted. Wrong. Oh damn. Okay. Anyway, talk about this while I take a drink. Okay. So I don't remember how many podcasts ago it was, but someone wrote, and we read it in the podcast, as I remember. Someone wrote uh, a very well-written, well-worded fan fiction about Joe and I um, and Sonic and Knuckles. So please go back through the SoundCloud or the podcast link and listen to that if you haven't. But um, they recently wrote another one. And by recent, I mean like literally, was it today? Or was it last night? It was uh, last night. It was today, but it was, yeah. Okay. It, like five, I think they tweeted it to us at like five in the morning or something. What the fuck else are you doing? Do what? What the fuck else are you doing at five in the morning besides like just writing <laughs> fan fiction about people in a podcast? Yeah, that's true. Oh, I thought you were asking me what I was doing up at five in the morning. Um, were you up at five? Uh oh, oh, were you? I was actually up when it posted. I was up at five in the morning. <laughs> what were you like? Did you wake up or were you like still awake from the night before? No, I'd been recording. Oh, I was. I was still still awake from the night before. I'd been recording uh, videos. Damn, and girl. editing them into the night. I know. I'm Look a working gal. You are a working mom. Got to take care uh -huh. of uh, that uh, no, Furby. No, no, what, What's it called? Who? Brinty? Brinty. You know Brinty. Mm, You're Brinty's godmother. Am I? Is that official? Uh, it's official now, so I hope you're okay with it. I'm not. Honestly, I wish I wasn't. <laughs> this is like totally regretting this, like every single moment of it. I think the one thing worse than like actual Brinty is the fucking like Brinty humanoid hybrid that you have in your fucking Sims town. It is horrifying. 
Like, uh, excuse you, that's my daughter you're talking about. Your daughter is horrifying. I am. Um, it doesn't even look wow. like you. And it doesn't look like Zach either. So that's because she's adopted. Wow, we weren't going to tell her, but wow. <laughs> well, it's out in the open now, Brenty. I know you listen to the podcast, so um, yikes! But yeah, because you you've been playing The Sims. I know you haven't, you know, recently, but you posted a, a couple no. Sims playthroughs on your uh, gaming channel, and mm-hmm. I think the last one, Barbara Robertson had a party. And it didn't go too well, but like no. everyone showed up and I can't remember. She got in a fight with someone. Oh, I don't even remember. It, is it wasn't it like from some some normie that is like. A, oh, it was a yeah, just a normie in the town. Yeah, that I didn't create just someone who's been in like all the Sims games, apparently. But I don't I'm not a, that observant enough to realize that. Oh, but there's going to be a Sam Sim. Very soon. A lot of people want a Samson. And by a lot of That's people. That's fun to say. I mean, yeah, Samson. Like Samson. Sam, Samson Galaxy S5. Ugh. That's the phone I have. Ding! <laughs> the ringtone would just be your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me making random noise. Well, no. So Joe let me know a couple nights ago that he's planning on making a sim of me. And the first thing that he mentioned after he mentioned that was. I wish the Sims would let me um, make a Sim cross-eyed because you're cross-eyed all the time, but it won't let me. So now I'm sad. Well, okay. I didn't say you're cross-eyed all the time. I said, (laughs) okay, if you know pictures of Sam, which none of you do, which is totally fine. Do what? No no one really knows who I am, which is totally fine. I'm well, I guess that when I was thinking about it, these are more like not uh, publicly posted pictures of you. Yes, I think that's true. Like, they're all Snapchats and like whenever you send a picture to all the trolls or something, you do the exact same face. <laughs> exact same face every single time. I can like <laughs> in the past five years, I have seen this face so many times. <laughs> it's permanently it fixed in your mind. My nightmares for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's that's the goal. That's what I really wanted. That's, that's, that's been... what I wanted. That's what I wanted the sim to look like. Well, from what I remember, at least in the original Sims, like the OG The Sims, I think there was a feature in one of the expansion packs where, like, you could paste an actual picture of someone's face and it would wrap around a Sim, like like a that's Sim head. Creepy. And it always looked so bad, but I don't think that's a feature anymore. I would no, hope, it's I would not. hope not. But Isn't that a feature? Oh, what game is that a feature in? Is that a, like a, um, Oh, that's in some like Nintendo game. Oh, really? Oh, I know. It's not Tomodachi Life, or is it? It's uh, there's a uh... Tomodachi Life. I think you can use a real picture. You can take a picture of someone and then tweak it or something. Maybe. I don't remember. I never, I never got Tomodachi Life, but eh, not worth it. Not worth it. I know that the the 3ds used to have, or maybe it still has, like those. Those little the face car- switch. Yeah, the face switch. And then they have those little like AR card games where you could like oh. take a selfie and then like shoot your face in 3D or something. Oh, yeah. Those little where you spin. Yes, you those are the ones. Actually, you move around. Yeah. And you shoot things. That's that's where you could take a selfie and it'll um, kind of manipulate right. it in 3D. Anyways, it was terrifying either way. But if if that was still a feature in The Sims, you could uh, definitely do that. But you should definitely petition The Sims to allow you to configure their eyes Outside. to be crossed. 
but it's not even both eyes on me. So the face that I make all the time is I can individually, like, I can move one eye to the corner of my nose and have the other one stay, stay totally straight. doesn't matter which eye, I can do both. I can't, like, chameleon them out and, like, use them. It's only inward. Yeah, it's only right. inward, but, like, I always make a weird face, and it's the, it's what I look like essentially all the time. And so... That's that's what I do. So you can stalk uh, me if you want, and you might be able to find a picture of me crossing one eye. It's my only talent, so... <laughs> that's not true at all. No, I, um, I'm good at cooking, but otherwise, I'm... Uh, did you... Did we finish talking about that fanfic, or did I sidetrack oh, us or something? No, I mean, I'm we sorry. both sidetrack it. I mean, so here's the thing. We aren't going to read the fanfic this podcast. We're thinking about reading it sometime in the future, because... The most recent um, fan fiction was only, you know, a few podcasts ago. So we got to we got to stretch them out time wise. We don't want to we got to tease you guys. But anyways, if you want to read it yourself, it's on fanfiction.net, I believe. Um, uh, yes. Just search for Mobius Chan on Google and I'm pretty sure it comes up. Yeah. The title of it is Grave Digger Gold Digger Salmon Joe Part 2. So, from that information, you might know what it's about if you have listened to the last podcast. And I know that um, Moby Chan or whatever, I, I don't know who you are. You're, like, fairly anonymous, which is totally fine. But I know you listened to the podcast, and Joe and I were dying. We both tweeted you. But, like, I was in Starbucks today working on work for school, um, just, like, research and stuff and just being in Starbucks and living my coffee shop dream. But I read it there for the first time and I literally was like, I had to hold myself from like not projectile laughing all over the goddamn room. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I read it at least three times. So good on you. It's really good. Like I, it's it's even better than the first one. And that's saying a lot because the first one was really hilarious. I know. I started laughing right off the bat. And this one, so good. Well, uh, did you see the first one has a review on it? No. Oh, my God. What? It says, this is the most amazing work of literature I have ever read. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> that is a A-plus five-star review, to be uh-huh. honest. Um, but yeah, everyone should go go check it out. Um, I want to know who Mobius Chan is, though. I do, too. You're like... Don't you? I mean, I, I, I do. I kind of do, but I kind of do don't in a sense it's like this like mystical very what if it's me oh no don't say that it's not me i even (laughs) i i consider myself a good writer but i am not even this clever i don't write fiction i feel like that you wouldn't take the time to write well maybe i feel like if you were to take time to write fan fiction it would only be about you and captain falcon and it would be smut that you kept to yourself (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't publish it. I feel like it would only be about you and Captain Falcon. You wouldn't write about me. You wouldn't write about me and Knuckles. It wouldn't be anything. Didn't I admit to having fan fiction out there once? Did did you... I think you, you said that before, but I don't think I knew what you meant in the terms of, like, you had fan fiction that someone wrote about you or you have specifically written fan fiction before. Oh, I've specifically written it. There is one other one that's about... I think it's about me and some One Direction boys. Oh, really? Um... I think so. Um, but I have fan fiction out there. Really? How much fan fiction have you written? Not much. And you'll never know that it's me. Well, I mean, obviously. Like, you got to keep your... You got to be on the down low with that sort right, of stuff. Right, right, right. But um, um, how long... I'm not going to... I'm just going to ask a couple tiny questions. How long ago <laughs> did you write this fan fiction? Um, it's been a while. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's ominous. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know because people will track it down. People people have their ways. People are crazy. I know people are crazy. I I actually but have more. I was thinking more friends oh, that uh, that have actually written fan fiction that you probably would wouldn't assume. Like I had friends like in real life, especially like. I feel like a lot of my friends wrote a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction back in the day and they mm-hmm. like admit to it now. But I know a lot of like normal people that have like definitely delved into the fan fiction universe and written fan fiction themselves. So I don't think it's a very It's odd a nice thing. outlet. Totally. It's you, like a good way to like stretch really that have, part of your brain. Yeah, you don't really have that like there's not a whole lot of it. This is going to sound bad because there are fan fiction writers who are super, super talented, but like you almost don't have that same pressure on you. Totally. When you write it, because like, I don't know, a lot of the time the characters are already created. Yeah. Um, It's like you already have these building blocks. And so then you can just kind of, it's like playing with Legos, you know? It is. It's it's a good practice Mm -hmm. for like. I don't want to call it not because I think fan fiction is real writing, totally. but it's it's a good practice for like other writing that you may want to do yeah, as well. It, it's a good practice for like for using your words and your creative mind in a sense where you already have building Found blocks. I know I'm trying. I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm using all my brain power. I need to write like my ABCs <laughs> a little more often, to be quite honest. <laughs> But you don't have to, like, take the time to create a character and figure out, like, you know, how the characters are going to develop and, like, all their relationships between each other. Like, that's already planned out for you. So it's a lot easier to just kind of um, look at the plot and, like, things happening. And basically, you just you you have about 50% of the work done for you already. So you can concentrate on other things when you're working on fan fiction because a lot of things are already fleshed out. That's all I'm trying to say. Right, right. I've never written fan fiction. I wish that I had the talent and the, like, time management to write a fan fiction. Or, like, the diligence of liking a set or, like, TV characters or actors or video game characters. Like, I just am not attached to things. I think you are. Really? I think... Yeah, there are a lot of things that you're obsessed with. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't think that it's to the point where I would... Well, no, I mean, I guess... Instead of writing fan fiction, I'm just like, I just talk about it all the time instead. I guess that's, it's, I have the same amount of energy. I just express it in a different way. I feel like, right. yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. So what would be like the one thing you would think you would write fan fiction about? I don't know. Like, oh my God, I would, if I had the time and energy, I would love to write a fan fiction where perfume fights Kari Pamu Pamu at a WWE match and then like oh. flesh it out in the sense where like who wins and like someone dies and then like oh like girls generation minus Jessica Achan. like Does she die Achan always dies spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't matter <laughs> um and then like SNSD flies in from a helicopter and like joins the fight. Oh, you don't even know the characters of SNSD well enough. Well, I mean, I know, so I, I wouldn't. They wouldn't be a very big part of the plot. It would oh, mostly... they could be like in the audience or something. Exactly. I they they would have a cameo in my fan fiction. That's okay. what they would be. But what about you? If you, I mean, even though you've already written fan fiction, if you had time and energy now with the obsessions that you have currently, what would you write about? 
I am so deep into K-pop gossip. It you would all be K-pop. Deep. K-pop. Mm-hmm. You, were like just, would, you were just reading some K-pop dramas before the podcast. I was, yep. The, uh, one of the gossip websites I read updated just before we were started recording, and I was very distracted by the news. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so uh, into it. But yeah, I, um, I definitely see you writing K-pop fanfic. I could totally, I could, I could see you doing perfume and chiari. Think that would be really good. I don't know why I'm having them fight to the death, but like, for some reason, I'm like really into like WWE matches. For some reason, I, I think they I would be fighting like over a song, and Nakata has been like, "You have to find out who gets this song for your next single." Because they all sound the same. It's just like who they get, all sound who, the same. Who gets them? Like who gets well, the most? Well, gets one. the good ones lately. <laughs> uh, accurate, <laughs> accurate. But uh, yeah, I think that's what it would be. Definitely. Although perfume is, uh, they're coming out with three new songs in uh, in April, I believe. They just announced it like a couple days ago. Um, they yep. have. Well, so the of course one of the songs is for exclusively this fucking ad campaign for. This like ginger green tea beer or something. They did a commercial. Have you ever you've it. had Sapporo beer, right? No, I've never had it before. Like I I I recognize it vaguely, but I don't think I've ever seen it in the flesh. Have you? Yeah. Um from what I understand though, like it's a super cheapo. Cause like I the last time I drank it was in when I was in California, so there was Asian everything, but I think it's everywhere. Yeah. But it's I think I feel like it's like the Bud Light of Japan. Like oh, really? I mean I love I love Bud Light. And oh I yeah, enjoyed, nothing nothing bad about Bud Light. Right. Um I and I enjoyed this when I had it, but I didn't have like, you know, whatever new kind they're coming It's not out top promoting. shelf beer, you know. No, that's from what I understood. That's what I mean, it was definitely really cheap. <laughs> oh, definitely. Was it good? What's your review of, of this uh perfume beer? Oh, I didn't have the kind they're promoting, but I, I liked it. I picked it because it was an Asian brand, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to immerse yourself in the culture, obviously. It's getting my the weeaboo out of me. Yep. Yep, definitely. You, there, you know, you uh-huh. can't you can take the Joe out of the weeaboo San Francisco, but you can't take the weeaboo out of Joseph Birdsong. No. Nope. You nope. can't. You really you, can't. you really, really can't. But anyway, so yeah, so Perfume has three songs. Coming out. So the one related to this beer campaign is Relax in the City. Yeah. So they have Relax in the City and then Pick Me Up and then Invisible Man. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever the fuck those mean. I think that's coming out sometime in April. I don't know. I feel like they can, for me, they can only go up because um, I didn't really like their last mini album set like i enjoyed this i there were several songs i enjoyed but none of them i was as obsessed with as level three stuff oh yeah no level three is like jam central i still listen to it's been like like when i was living in boston that's all i listened to i only listened to perfume level three for like Mm -hmm. at least 10 months it was like jaw-droppingly weird but it was just because it was so so good i think this can only it can only be good. I hope mm-hmm. they got some good songs written for them. Definitely. Around. And like, I don't know we'll if I'll, I'll be so into perfume like as much as I was because like I always enjoy, I mean, I've enjoyed all of their past three full length albums. So I'm curious to see like what their next album is going to be. 
and like when that's going to happen. And hopefully I'll be as into that as I was in the past three albums, but I guess we just have to wait and see. I don't know. IDK, hopefully uh, perfume, but I, I feel like you're right in that sense. The perfume can't really, I mean, <laughs> Mary Mo- No Museum was a thing and you can't go lower than that. So No, that's the worst song in the world. Yep. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something. Oh, I feel like we're if you're done talking about if you're done talking about perfume. Oh yeah, no, I'm done running my mouth. Please take the wheel. (laughs) I'm over. Um, I actually texted you about this this week, but we didn't really have an in depth conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're not going to mention the person. Oh, okay. I'm stating that right now. I see. So we're (laughs) uh, uh, this anonymous individual. It's an anonymous individual. So, uh, and I wanted to get your take on it and sort of ask what your, I'll, I'll ask you in a second. Um, so it was a, it was a friend's birthday this past week. And I, like, there are those friends that you know it's their birthday because it's their birthday on Facebook and you recognize that. Mm-hmm. But then there are those friends where, like, you know it's their birthday. Yeah. You know, just like, because you, yeah, you inherently know. Either, you either know it or it's on your personal, personal calendar. Yes. Um, and Facebook wasn't telling me it was this friend's birthday, but I was like, oh, it's their birthday. I know it's their birthday. Mm-hmm. So I went to their page to wish them happy birthday, and they had unfriended me. That is so incredibly <laughs> rude. And so I, well, I don't know if it's rude or not. I don't know what the situation is. I see. Um, and it's very, it was just so weird to me because um, it really, really upset me. Like, I, I, could not stop thinking about it for like the rest of the day because um me and this person used to be like really really good friends and like we don't talk much anymore but it's sort of that situation where okay so the people that i will unfriend on facebook are the people who like okay you know how like right after high school people you went to high school with will add you on facebook oh yeah and it's stuff. just the worst i mean so if you feel obligated because like oh we're gonna stay in touch while i'm in college and like that's never gonna happen yes i totally understand right well it's like you were never in touch in the first place like they yeah. all you have in common with those people is you went to high school with them mm-hmm. and i've like if if those people pop up on my feet or something sometimes they'll be like well they never said to be we never said five words to each other in high school so it's I don't have any problem unfriending them. Exactly. Um, But then there's like those people who have been like your best, best friends at some point in your life. And you may not talk to them so much anymore because you've either moved or you're just doing different things. But like those people, I will never, never unfriend unless they do something like super horrible to me. And I, they've, I've never like unfriended someone in that sort of, on that sort of level. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, what happened? And also they they still, like, I could see all of their mutual friends as well. Mm-hmm. You can tell I'm really deep into this. It really did upset me a lot. Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, like, it, it's traumatic, definitely. Yeah. Um, I could see all their mutual friends. And I was like, you know, I know that they don't really talk to these people either. So I felt really singled out. I was like, why me? Yeah, why, why me specifically? Yeah, I was like, why did I do something and I just didn't know it? Or what's what's the situation? So mm-hmm. I wanted to know your my take on that sort on of it. your take on it. And also, what does it take for you to unfriend somebody? OK, well, actually, I unfriended someone kind of recently. Well, first, let mm-hmm. me just like break it down in the sense where I'm not on Facebook very often. I used to like like two years ago, like Facebook was my go to. 
Like I would go there and I would post there constantly and like I would like post funny things, whatever. Not in like an annoying way, like BuzzFeed or whatever. But I would just like, I feel like a lot of my friends were on there and they were using it and it was kind of the the hip happen in place. I go on Facebook and I basically just like, I'm subscribed to like people that I care about and like news articles and whatever. I don't post there very often. I'm not like there constantly. I don't usually, I don't use Facebook chat. I have that off. I just don't like Facebook chat. But yeah, that's hor- yeah, that's the worst thing. It's like literally world. the worst thing ever made. Anyways, so but when I was really using Facebook and when Facebook was like the go to place, I had a friend who was so I there was a guy that I went to high school with who I was in a band with for a short time. And then um, we weren't really very good friends, but like we knew each other. We were kind of friendly when we were in this band or whatever. And like, you know, we had mutual interests. We both were into music, whatever. He started dating a really, really good girlfriend of mine, um, and they started having this very tumultuous relationship and whatever, and then they had a falling out. Um, And so then I, you know, it turned out that this guy wasn't such a good guy in the first place, and so I was obviously on my girlfriend's Um. side. And so I think that's the only, really the only case where I'm just like, I diligently go on Facebook and I unfriend a person. Um, Mm -hmm. and also like, like a breakup or something. Like I don't, I don't have my ex-boyfriend on Facebook. Like I, like as soon as that closed, as soon as that chapter ended, I erased him completely from everything. Um, but I mean, different people handle breakups differently. I just cut people out of my life apparently. But I think the most important feature that Facebook has is the ignore button. So people don't show up in your newsfeed. I think I use, I use that much more often. Like if someone's super annoying on Facebook, I'm usually like, well, I mean, I just don't really care about you, but I don't want you to like read into me if I unfriend you. So I'm just going to ignore you and I just won't ever hear from you again because you won't show up on my feed anymore. And same with Twitter. Like you don't have to like I this person also unfollowed me on Twitter at the same time. Oh, really? <laughs> it had to have been in the past. You know, I, I have, you know, I guess since last year, I probably haven't been to their page. Since well, yeah, see, that, that's the thing that I was going to ask is like, you know, how do you have any sort of time frame of when this person like maliciously? I mean, it wasn't really malicious, but like you took it as a malicious yeah. action when this person, you know, took the time out of their day to go and unfriend you in these places. No, because. You know, you did bring up a good point. I actually don't use Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, and that was one of the things I thought about after, you know, I was getting upset about it. I was like, well, I don't really even use Facebook anyway. Mm -hmm. Like what's, but I do use Twitter a lot and they had unfollowed me on there as well. Yeah. Um, But I I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, you mentioned muting people and stuff. I feel like they could have just muted me or something, but like the, the fact that they, we hadn't, we probably haven't had any conversation in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, So they had to have like actively gone to my profile and like, and friended me. Yes. Like they didn't, I don't, they couldn't have seen me post anything because I don't post anything on Facebook. I have not posted anything in like years, probably. Yeah. Pretty much use it to stalk people and to see people's birthdays i guess <laughs> yeah totally it's a great birthday reminder machine that's basically all uh-huh. i use it for but i guess that also makes me think like you know how much we have sort of we've drifted apart mm-hmm. i guess you could say yeah but i don't know i still like even it's nice to still catch up with people that you've drifted apart from especially when they you can at one point in your life, you considered them like a best, best friend. Yeah, I think that's the difference is I, all of the instances yeah. where I have 
had a situation where I've like unfriended people. They haven't really been very close friends. But I, I feel like what's interesting is if you would have asked me like, what are my views on unfriending and unfollowing people about two years ago, two or three years ago, I would have told you something very different because there was no um, ignore button and there was no mute function on Twitter and Facebook. And so the only way that you could get someone out of your feed in Twitter or Facebook was to unfollow them. And so I felt that, you know, back in the day, I would be like, I'm not even going to think twice about unfollowing someone. If I think you're annoying, I'm going to unfollow you. But now since there's other options, you know, instead of unfollowing someone and someone could be like, oh, well, wow, you're being, you know, so mean and you're malicious and whatever. You can just passively just like have them not show up in your feed anymore. And then no one knows. It's a very more, you know, it's it's. they never know and then you never hear from them again and it's just very just until like you want to and you can go to their page and exactly you're you're in control of it instead of like severing ties at both ends right but yeah totally i mean it's a complicated issue and i think it's it definitely is it, it has to do with the person the person's intentions of unfriending you and then how the person on the other end interprets that Because you have, you know, people, if someone unfriends me on on Facebook or something, depending on our relationship in the past, that can totally, like, be a whole spectrum of how I react to it. And then just, like, how I am as a person in real life, like, how sensitive I am to those types of things. Or, you know, it it just, like, there's a billion different variables about how you're going to react to that sort of situation. But, I mean, if you were really, really good friends with someone and then... You know, you're expecting them to still be your Facebook friend after, you know, four, five years, you know, more than that, depending on how long you know a person, theoretically. It's just, uh, it can be definitely kind of like, wow, what the fuck was this? And it's surprising. Definitely. I totally, I basically, I stand with you in being upset about this just because that like, that can be kind of shitty when there's an ignore button nowadays. Like, what do you do? Well, after it happened, I went, of course, I went to Google immediately. And <laughs> Your I, best friend. <laughs> I, I started asking, I mean, I typed into Google, you know, what do you do when someone in friends your Facebook? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like all of these self-help articles Crisis and stuff. alert. I was. I was like, I thought we, like, this person was a best, best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I guess it did make me evaluate. We, we really don't keep in touch anymore. But yeah. like I said, it, we were best friends. It's a balancing um, act because you think about that and you think about other things and whatever. Continue. Sorry. But most of them, most of like the stuff I read was like, you just, you know, you have to let it go. You can't dwell on it. But one of them was said, you know, if you feel like it, if you f- really want to know what happened or if you think you did something wrong or something, try to contact them. Yeah, confront but them. I just... Well, not really, not like confrontationally, you know, Mm -hmm. not be like, oh, why did you unfriend me? What is going on here? But like more just like, like slipping into convo. Well, no, just just like saying, hey, um, I noticed you unfriended me. Is there anything that I did wrong? What's like, is something going on here? Inquire. Um, Right. Inquire. But I mean, it was the person's birthday, and I was like, "I'm not dealing. I'm not doing that to them on their birthday." But like, here's here's the question: If it was any other day out of the year, you probably wouldn't have noticed. But that is very true, and so that kind of tells me the state of that relationship, of yeah, where that like, relationship was. If if you would only notice one day out of the year, like, was it really? Right. You know, I don't know. You just have to think yeah. of it in different in different spectrums. But it but think of this. Differently. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, if we suddenly like we're not as close as we are now, yes, um, and we just didn't talk all the time like we do, mm-hmm. like let's say three years down the road, yes, I wouldn't unfriend you on Facebook because I, I would now because we've been through so much, and it's the same with this other person. We had been through so much together, exactly, and it's just that. That sort of, those are the people who you lose contact with, but you don't do that. I yeah. don't know. And the fact that there are all, all those mutual friends that I see who I know they don't talk to. and So, yeah. So, I, I think the, the problem, I mean, and I would have the exact same problem as you in this sense. It, it, it was kind of like leave me awake at night knowing, like, what the fuck did I did do to you? And you, you yeah. get that, that kind of anxiety-driven mindset going. And that sucks mm-hmm. because you're like, wow, like, you know, should I, am I a shitty person? You have all these things going, but you just have to remember at the end of the day that it's like, it was a click of the button and like you weren't, right. if, if it was a situation where like you were talking every day and you were like still really good friends and then just like sever tied, no information, just gone, that would be really, really like disrupting in that sort yeah, of Yeah, I guess that would be worse because like... If you just stopped talking to me or something, I'd be like, uh, what the what? fuck? What? what the fuck happened? I probably fell I'd off probably... the cliff or whatever. <laughs> but actually, you know, that's a very good question to ask, like, the people who listen to this podcast, because I feel like, obviously, you're rather internet savvy. Text us or call us, LOL, or tweet, or tweet <laughs> Joe and I, because, like, this is actually a very interesting conversation because we're only getting two viewpoints from this. But the question would be, like, how would you react if a really good friend, to a former, a former best friend, unfriended you on a social network, and you had no idea why, with no, yeah, with no, you have no reason, like you didn't fuck them over or something, yeah, just like, <laughs> or if how, you did, you don't know, <laughs> like, what would you guys just ignore it, or would you, you know, inquire and contact the person, or would you do something else? Tweet us, call us, text us. XOXO, got that plug in. Hello. <laughs> uh, God, you are a little too proud of yourself right now. And it's I'm the nauseous. worst. I'm really, I'm really bad. But anywho's all, that's a... Uh, it's time for some things. Should we, should we do some things? I'm ready for some things. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for some singing? Yeah, sing for me. Sing for me, Bella. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Lizzie reference. Come on. Uh, I, I know. You're no, you're no, oh, oh my God. What is that one quote in the, you're no uh, Miranda, wow, God, what is that quote? Are you a real fan? <laughs> you're no. Joe's picking up the pieces, you guy, live I on air. <laughs> oh my God, no, she, oh God. Okay, it's at the very beginning in the graduation scene, whatever. We'll put it in the description. You're okay. no Miranda, Cho or whatever her name. Margaret Cho. You're, you're no Margaret, Margaret Cho. Cho. No, Margaret Cho's that celebrity, isn't she? She's a comedian. Okay, it's not Margaret Cho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. These are a few of our favorite things. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so who who wants to go first this week, class? Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? I really don't care. Okay, well then I'll go first since I'm so important, obviously. So, hey. my favorite thing of the week is a video game. What a surprise. But it's um, actually a video game that I've been playing that I played a long, long time ago. 
I just got it for the Wii U, and it's like the whole Donkey Kong Country series. Have you played the Donkey Kong Country games back in the day for the Super Nintendo? Yes, I was. Actually, one of us was born during the Super Nintendo. Um, Me. (laughs) I was, I'm as old as the Super Nintendo. So... One of us remembers it coming out. Ooh. (laughs) Yikes. I won't say which one. Hmm. It's obviously me. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, what have you what have you been playing? Well, so basically what happened was the so Donkey Kong Country came out in the 90s for the Super Nintendo. And then for the Wii, they brought it back in the virtual console so that you could like, you know, buy it for four dollars and download it. But it, mm-hmm. they didn't have it in the Wii U catalog um, until quite recently, about you know, two or three weeks ago. And if you already bought it on the Wii, you can download it on the Wii U for like 50 cents or something. So it's like, you know, chump change. And so I downloaded it. They should give it to you for free. They I'm really, just going to say They that. really should give it to you for free. But I'm glad I didn't have to pay $7 each for those again. But right. whatever. It's, yeah, it is. At least they give you a little bit of leeway. But yeah, they, they Nintendo should. should be a little bit nicer about that. But they really should. That's a different conversation. So there's there's three games in the series for this original Super Nintendo. There's Donkey Kong Country. There's Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. And then there's the third one, which is like Double Trouble or something. I don't even remember. I'm playing the third one mm-hmm. currently. But anyway, so I just finished the second one and I finished the first one like a couple weeks ago. And I used to play these games with my dad, like, all the time when I was little. Basically, I mean, I wouldn't, like, play them. I would watch my dad play them and, like, pretend to play them myself because I was, like, four. So, anyways. But I I bought them, and I've been playing them, and I'm in love with them. So, if you guys really like... If you like 2D platformers, the Donkey Kong Country series is, like, A-plus platforming classic retro gold. I totally recommend it. Especially the second one. The second one is like my favy. I love like the sound design, especially. I'm in love with it. So I'm, yeah. I brought Retro back for my favorite thing this week Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Get on it. Those were really good games. The crocodiles were really sexy. They were super sexy. What are they called? Kremlins? Uh, is that a Russian thing? Mm, Did I just do something I think it's offensive? Kremlings? Hold on. Kremlings. <laughs> Sometimes yep. I say things that I'm like, mm. well, there's the Kremlin is in Russia, right? The Kremlin. Oh, is that like their their government something? Moscow Whatever. Kremlin, usually referred as the Kremlin, is a historic fortified complex at the heart of Moscow. Oh, okay. So it's like a prominent place in Russia. But Kremlings are not Russian. They're crocodiles. They're the alligator thingies. Alligator crocodile thingies. But, so you've been enjoying the game a yes. lot. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I, I haven't played them all the way through in a long, long time. And so I've been, like, really powering through. That's fun, though, because then you, like, you've... I like it when you haven't played a game in a long time, so you forget certain things. Exactly. And then it's kind of like getting to have a new experience again. Mm-hmm. And, like, those Donkey Kong games are fucking hard towards the end. Like, yeah. it is no joke. That shit, like, you die constantly. Some of the levels, like treetop whatever is yeah it's the worst absolutely that, those little beaver things or whatever oh god fuck the beaver i hope i'm remember remembering all this correctly you are they're bad they're just awful. and the the uh, minecart madness oh yeah where you're, you're like you're jumping around minecarts and shit and then there's like things oh trying to god. hit you it's awful 
basically like memorizing super long, complicated patterns. Basically, and, that's all it is. Uh-huh. It's yeah. so much fun, though, like in a good way. Yeah, it's like it's hard and challenging in like the best way possible. So mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing of the week. Donkey Kong. Check it out. Um, I didn't realize the Super Nintendo came out in 91. Wow. 91. So that's two years before I was born. Before the birth of Venus, ravioli. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I must have not remembered that as a kid then, because I was only uh, three. <laughs> oh, oof. Look at that math. Three. Yeah. Look at it. Well, yeah. Good I, console, though. That's a good, that's a very good favorite thing. I want I would like to replay that game, too. Yeah, it would be good. Hey, maybe you could play it on your gaming channel. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyways, what is your favorite thing of the week, <laughs> Mr. Joseph Badsong? Uh, mine's a game. Mine's related to gaming, too. Ooh, good. Um, and it's a situation, though. <gasps> What's the sitch? Um... Call me, beat me. If you I know, I was going to. <laughs> you can't lead me into these songs, Ravioli. I know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. Um, so Sam and I both have uh, Borderlands. Thank you to Chris. Thank you, Chris, uh, you're the best. Yes, and Sam finally got his ass into gear. Oh my gosh, and had to motherfucking carry his ass through <laughs> all the way <laughs> to the, the steam.com to let me download the fucking client no i meant carry your ass because you were fucking level one. Oh, also <laughs> okay so here here's the situation so chris gifted us both joe and i borderlands 2 and joe started playing the single player campaign um and so one night i was like, like that same night i yeah. was i was like i'm so into this i'm ready for it, it. was on top of it and so um, one night I found... Which I rarely am on top of eh? things. Eh? 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 <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, Sorry. so I downloaded Steam finally. It took me like 500 years. And by that time, I like installed Borderlands or whatever. Joe was like, okay, let's, let's play online. I'm like, okay. And so it's one of those games where like you join someone's single player campaign that they already started... Um, with your character. Well, I had just started my character, so I'm in Joe's, like, I'm in Joe's world. He's already past levels. He's, like, level 10, and I'm a level 1. And so we're finding enemies that are, like, level 13s, and so, like, I am dying instantaneously, and every shot I fire is doing zero damage. And so Joe... And every enemy I kill is making you level up an entire level. Because experience is shared. (laughs) And so it's a great way for me to just up experience, just like lay back with my fucking Mai Tai reading Cosmo (laughs) while you just take care of like nine levels while I just like upgrade consistently. It's amazing. But now you're the same level as me and you're probably better than I am. Well, I'm almost to you because I'm I'm a level 11 right now and I think you just got to level 12. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost there, but like yeah, we are. I mean, it's a lot closer than you being level ten and me being a level one. That's for fucking sure. Um, but that yeah, that's the situation. The situation is my favorite thing this week was getting to play Borderlands Two with you because it's it's a totally different experience getting to play a video game with one of your best friends in private than like having to play. Not that I I say having to play. Then all then also playing a video game alone uh and you know talking to nobody, which is kind of what the gaming channel is. <laughs> That's exactly what the game channel is currently. There, and it's also totally it's, different dynamics in those senses. It is a different dynamic, and I enjoy it because, well, 
you get to be a lot more when it's something is not being recorded. You know, we kind of put in our put on our as surprisingly as it may be, we're a little more PC in <laughs> podcast. Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> we are in real life. It's like you know when you're, when you're out in public, you're usually on your best behavior. This is you know a broad right, a, right. It's a, the same podcast that goes out in public, and so obviously you know whatever. Right, that's a good that's a good uh, whatever link whatever. I don't even know analogy. Thank you. Oh my god! Oh, who's is the it an analogy? I don't know. It's probably not. I'm stupid. Comparison. That's the word. There I'm you go. Um, but it's so nice to like be able to play a game with your best friend and just fucking curse as much as you want, <laughs> say all of the really horrible things that you want to say, and just like get it out, shoot all of the enemies together, and just mm-hmm. like barrel through a campaign and stuff. And so I have had like that was. So much fun. I really enjoyed us playing Borderlands 2 together. Oh, my God. Well, um, I mean, I did, too. I was, I was like, so... I just loved it because I haven't played... So, Borderlands 2 is a first-person shooter. But it's, it's like, it's not, like, Call of Duty. It's very... There's a lot of humor, and there's a lot of, like, very interesting characters and great upgrades, and the graphics are very interesting. And so, it's it's a good... Right, it looks like a comic book. It, yeah, it's very, like, the art style is very interesting. And so, it, it's not, like... I mean, obviously, you still have, like, you're shooting things and things are blowing up and you have that action element. But you also, it's not, you know, it's, it, you're not, like, war zone, World War Two, like, you know, Call right. of Duty. It's, it's, like, not, it's not Call of Duty, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's like, uh, oh, it's kind of like post-apocalyptical looking yeah. world. It's just super fun. And I'm glad you enjoyed it because I like couldn't shut up about it. I was talking to my friends about it. And I have a friend who plays Borderlands. And we were talking about it. But I think I, I have a lot of friends who, who are gamers, you know, both boys and girls, um, who have all like played Borderlands. And they loved it. And they all told me that, that would, I would really enjoy it. And I just had never picked it up because I don't have a console that supports it. But... Now I have it on Steam, and Joe and I are super loving it. So I'm glad that you like playing Borderlands 2 with me. That's a, such a compliment. I so appreciate it. <laughs> Don't get too big of a head. I know, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up. But we should definitely play Borderlands again soon, because like, oh, we totally will. It's so I much know, fun we'll be to just. A lot. It's just like it, you would think that playing a game where you're blowing things up would be stressful, but I feel like for us, it's more of a de-stressor, in the sense where you just get to like just. Rome well, yeah, it's, it's you're you're letting up. off uh, like it's almost like letting off frustrations. Totally, because, you know, we can sort of say things to each other. Like if a stranger were playing that game with us and we were saying the things that we were saying, they would probably they would be get repulsed. <laughs> yeah. They would be absolutely offended. No question. But you know, it's it is sort of like that release. It's a it's a very a very releasing it's very comfortable so, it's a very comfortable mm-hmm. situation to be right in. it is very comfortable um and it can turn your mood around totally so well i'm glad a you lot of fun oh that makes me feel so good that you uh liked yeah. it because i we played it for like at least like three hours straight yeah it was like three we played it two different nights uh the mm-hmm. first night i think we finally stopped at like it was 3 a.m my times was it 2 a.m your time yes okay um and then, I don't, wow, did we play it that late the second time? We didn't play it that late the no, second time. No, no, no. We only played it till like midnight. We started around like mm, right, nine right. or ten. So we played for like two hours that night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
lot of fun. Lots of fun. I still don't understand the storyline at all. And I started it from the beginning and I still don't understand the story. Well, a lot of it, I was talking to my friend about it who's played both Borderlands, the original one and Borderlands 2. And I was like, I don't understand a lot of the story. And she's like, honestly, since you haven't played the original one. Like, it's totally fine to not really pay attention to the story until, like, like way, way into the game. She's like, you're yeah. totally fine just, like, mindlessly shooting things and going on missions because that's basically what Borderlands 2 is. So Yeah, I get the... I get the gist of it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's not, like, super... You don't, we don't really have to be paying no. attention to, like, how in-depth the plot is right now, you know, if at all. But if we do, like, it would be way further into the game, according to my friend. Um, right. Well, there you go. Thank you so much, Chris. Like, you're the best. <laughs> you're absolutely the best. You said that really, like... Wow, thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> we need to get... I I think I told Chris this on Twitter or something, but he needs to play with us sometime. I mean, if you're okay with us being incredibly offensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're okay with us being literally the worst human beings on the planet. And we're probably, yeah, like, like, 500 like, levels lower than you if you've oh, played yeah, Borderlands. So if you want to play with a couple of noobs... Hit us up on Twitter because I'm, I'm we so die into it. All the time. We died so much. Especially the in like this robot it. level. Oh, and then we failed it. Oh, God, it was the worst. Was, oh, God. I, yeah, we did fail that. Well, I, yeah, whatever. I like the driving. Yeah, oh, the driving's the best part. Joe always drives because I'm not old enough to drive. <laughs> and so I... And I'm a control freak. I have to drive. And so because I, I can't drive yet, I am I can just man the bazooka on the back, so... Right. He mans all of the guns and shoots all of the... Uh, bibobs. The, the Bibobs? The, the, the gulags? The gulags? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Russia... <laughs> That's how well we know. What's, wait, what? <laughs> gulags, What's a gulag? The gulags are... Um, they're like Russian concentration camps. Oh, Jesus, Sam. <laughs> Don't ask why I know this. I took a Holocaust and crime literature class in, like, senior year of high school, and it's stuck with me ever since. I didn't know that. <laughs> now, so you learn things every day on the podcast, you guys. Look at you. We're all learning together. Lord. Okay, so what about Russia? That no, that's it. That's all. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I see. I think we should mention that. So uh, there's these creatures in Borderlands Two that look miraculously similar to like the sand creatures in um, Half Life Two, right? The little turkey vaginas. Oh, the, the yeah, not the they're the um, they do they resemble a cross between the turkey vaginas and the uh, whatever. What are they called? Sand. I, I, Fuck. I played that game and I don't know anything about. I know. It. I used to. Oh my god. Half. We're looking it up. Um, the you'll see, once you say the name, I will one hundred percent know what they're called. Sand barnacle? No. Sand barnacle? <laughs> Is that what you just said? Yes, I'm on the Half Life <laughs> wiki. Okay. There are literally only like four enemies in the entire Half Life Two game. We should know this. So. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. I can't. Why is my default search engine Go- Yahoo? I almost said Google. It should be Google. It should be Google. Um, enemies, leeches, Half Life Two, sand enemies. Uh, here they are. The crabs? Are they a crab? No. Oh, sand barnacle is something, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's. I bet this. I bet this makes for really interesting. This is great podcast material. We're just Uh scrolling through. I don't remember. Ant lions. Ant lions. Thank you so much. Oh my god. It's the ant lions and the head crabs. It looks like a mix between both of them. Yes. Uh, there you go. 
Well, now you know. So now um, I know you were on the edge of your seat, everyone listening. Mm-hmm. You no. probably stopped. You probably turned it off at this yeah, point. Probably threw your phone across so the room. That means we should read some texts. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Good segue. I'm very All right. You it. ready for them? I'm so ready. Um, okay. I'll read this one from Wichita Falls, Texas first. I, I think I was going to read it last week, but I said, just kidding. Oops. <laughs> I still don't have a, I still don't think I will have a good answer for it, but we'll see. That's okay. Um, from Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, hey, Sam and Joe, my name's Davis. Next month, I will be moving from Texas to Tennessee, and I was thinking about changing my identity. You know, changing my name, picking up a different accent, and lying to people about my past. Do you guys have any ideas as to who, what I should be? Or if you could pick new identities, what would y'all do? Other than Laura Vanderboeven. Ah, uh, Laura Vanderboeven. I know why you got to exclude Laura Vanderbilt. It's like <laughs> that was your easy way out for this question. That is almost my primary identity at this point. I mean, to be honest, it's, it's your avatar for everything <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> like every gaming it's tag, it's you were literally Laura Vanderbilt. He's just the best ever. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Davis from uh, Wichita yeah, Falls, you. Texas, for texting us this wonderful question. Um, this is this is a good one. I'm trying to think of like. Like, places I would move and, like, who I would become, in a sense. Well, I think, see, the situation is when you're creating, when you're lying about creating a new identity, Mm -hmm. you have to be careful. Like, it still needs to be a prime, unless you speak another language. Yes. um, You need to stick with someone that speaks English as yes. well, because they will, you will eventually encounter someone. Like if I were to go move somewhere and say I was German and just use, use a really awful like German English accent or something. Um, I feel like I would eventually encounter a German person and they would start talking to me in German and then it would I mean, just your all fall blown. apart. Right. So you need to, it should probably still be English. Yeah. But I would do like, um, I think I would probably adopt, like, an Irish. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. I think I would... Irish, probably not. I don't think I look Australian. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means to look Australian. I, yeah. I just, you know... Whites? <laughs> There's a lot of white people in Australia. <laughs> You're killing me. Um <laughs> I think more like beachy looking, and I'm clearly not like an outdoorsy person. But yeah. that's someone that isn't completely pale. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's you know, yeah. I mean, just like everyone, people think everyone in America is like a blonde, you know, beach person too. If they're True. from California, exactly. Or people think of America and they're like, oh, everyone's from LA, or sure. they think everyone is just like overweight. And yes, everyone lives at McDonald's. That's what they think. Um. So I would say I think I could be I think I could be a UK type person. I think I'm pale enough. There's a stereotype about UK people for you. Totally. Oh yeah, I love to live. In, mm, that would be good. I feel like for me, I would be able to. And like I think I'm trying to think of something. I, we're thinking of things realistically. I feel like right. I would be able to adopt like a total. And it's only because that I know so much about this country. I would be able to adopt like a total persona if I like somehow smuggled myself into Canada. Like not like like 
near the border Canada, like way, way, way in the north of Canada where people actually sound Canadian. Like I would be you able think to, you could pass for that. I, yes, I, I feel like I could pass both accent wise and like culture wise as like a Canadian that lives like in the mountains with like Wait. lumberjack people and like the whole nine. I'd be able to pull it off. So are you OK? In my scenario, I'm just moving to somewhere else in the country and I'm telling people I'm Irish. Yes. Are you like moving to northern Canada and telling and trying to assimilate? Well, so I'm moving to northern Canada and like pretending like I've lived there forever, you know, and like. Be- I mean, those people can't be that smart. They can't be that <laughs> hard to fool. <laughs> and our entire Canadian audience is gone. Nice knowing you. Goodbye. Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, just, yeah, you know, just, like, going up there and trying to convince the natives that I've been there all Oh, hey there. Hey, they're all there. Hey, hey. Because Minnesotans We're and the Canadians worst. are the same thing, right? I don't really know much about uh, northern Canada stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone lived up there. They People do. It's a very lonely life. But people do live in uh, northern Canada over by in the, in the territories and stuff. It seems like it would be very Siberia-esque. It, it would. It would be very it would be very cold. It would be very desolate. Like my heart. Mm. Mm? Mm. Mm. See, I don't think I could I could fool other Americans into thinking I was Irish, probably. Yes. But I could not, in my situation, I could not go to Ireland. People would be like, you're a fucking whatever they say over there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a word for whatever. A- you're fucking Yank. moogly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. They have fucked up words. <laughs> well, even even if I was in America, like I mean, I mean, I'm in America right now. If I stayed in America and pretended to be like I was some from somewhere else, I could totally pretend like I was like a really, really like like inept Canadian person, like way from the north, and like haven't I haven't seen humans in years? I could totally pull it off. I think. I think you could too. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically Canadian already <laughs> because I live in Montana. But uh, we've offended like way two different sides of the world at this point. I know we only have so many countries to go. So that's true. There are well, yeah, there are only so many countries that are English only. Yes, that we could claim to be from. But like, I want to see you like get. Like, <laughs> I want to see you try to convince people in the South that you are Irish and like listen to you talk. Like two Southerners in your I, Irish accent. I used to be really, really good. I'm not good anymore at this. I think it's. I kind of think it's something you have as a child when mm-hmm. you're a lot younger because you you pick up on accents better yes. and you can just do them better. But I used to be really, really great at doing uh, different accents. Mm-hmm. So I think if I like if I had a month to practice or so, I could get back in the swing of like being Irish. I could learn some of the kids lingo. Mm-hmm. Hip with and, the kids. Uh, I could just call, I guess I would, I would shoot for Northern Ireland, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, of Adam. Yes. I would call up Adam and just and make just, him talk to me. Yeah. You wouldn't even talk to him. You just have him ramble to you for about an hour and a half and then you'd have it down. That's, that's Adam already. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Wouldn't even have to tell him to. No, just I love Adam. <laughs> I don't even think Adam listens to this, but if you do, Adam, hello. No, Adam doesn't listen to this. No. Anyways, yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a good that's a good uh, kind of stopping point for us uh, this 
this evening. But like, I I just like. Oh, well, you're not going to do a second text? Well, you well, oh, you want do you want to do a second text? I oh, sure. we had another one. I, I, mean, for, I forgot to. that we did. Oh well, we I guess now I'm now I'm reading it and I'm we have to do it. We have to. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, from Halifax, NS. Is that a Canadian thing? That's in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Okay. You get okay. it. Oh, I'm sorry we offended you, Canadian. <laughs> Here we go. Now we're confronted with it. Uh-huh. Mm. Right in the face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ireland and Northern Ireland, too. I know you're completely different places <laughs> and you have completely different accents. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to read this. All right. Hi, Sam and Joe. I really love listening to the show. I'm a fine arts student, so I like to listen while I'm working on a project. Uh, It helps the time pass faster, and there's always something funny to laugh about with you guys. I'm also turning 19 soon on March 8th. Oh, happy belated birthday. Oh, happy belated birthday. Uh, And they say, and I was wondering if you had any intentionally awful advice or actually good advice on how to spend my last teenage year. I feel like there's a lot more pressure to do adults at things once you turn 20. Love the show and love you guys. Hope you're having a great day. Signed, Megan. I thought they just said signed me. Signed There was a line break. Yeah, there was a line break. (laughs) Hey, me. (laughs) Hey, Megan. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Megan. And yeah, happy belated birthday. Yeah, sorry, you're only um, 20. I guess this won't really apply. But No, she's turning 19. Oh, oh yeah. She just right. turned 19. This is her last year as a See, this teenager. is why Joe reads the text because I can't read, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's, it's true. It's so true. Well, okay, so here's here's the thing that's very interesting about like how I perceive age. I I turned 21 in like last December, so I'm only like a few months into being 21. Like, before I turned 21, every time someone asked me my age, I always thought that I was 19. Every, like, when I was 19 and 20, and still when I'm 21, I still think I'm 19 for some reason. Not 18, not 17, not 20. For some reason, 19 is, like, how I... That's the age you got locked in at? I got locked in at 19. And and what's interesting is I know people get locked into ages... Like for mine's twenty two. Yeah, yours is twenty two. Mine is nineteen. I think I I thought nineteen. Maybe nineteen was just a very good year for me. I don't know. Twenty two was a good year. Maybe mm. that's it. I, I don't. I feel like we we sort of feel the age that we had a really good time at, or something like just that. like inherently. Or we just inspire, or maybe it's just that we aspire to always feel that age, or something. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like I could totally. I feel 18. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like you don't really feel yourself aging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. My advice would be, well, see, this is difficult because if you were 17, I'd tell you to like go murder somebody. Or something. <laughs> well, I don't know what the laws are in Canada. <laughs> There's but no in America, laws in Canada. It's lawless. I mean, in America, you can basically murder someone when you're 17 and nothing happens or I don't know. Right? right? Don't take my advice, please. <laughs> Because you're not tried as an adult. Yeah, exactly. You can't be tried as an adult, usually, with most crimes when you're not an adult. Right. So you're sort of in that, like, that limbo area where you're not going to, you're probably not going to feel any different than when you, when you turn 20. Well, Um, I think what I remember is when I turned, when I was 19 and I turned 20, I had this, like, glimpse of just kind of like a, oh my God, I'm not a teenager anymore. But I don't think it really, like, 
affected me in any way. I was kind of just like, oh, well, I guess I'm 20 now. I think it's a very false. um, It's a very. What's the word I'm looking for? You think it's going to be a big deal, but it's not. Yeah. It's a false celebration or something like that. You kind of think that things are going to change and more is going to be expected of you. No, the world still expects so much fucking shit from you. and You'll never be able to give it to them. Exactly. It's just, I mean, it's just uh, another year. Like, I feel but, like, yeah, I, I, I definitely um, get that. I get that a lot. I, yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. It wasn't important. Oh, okay. So I don't know if I have any, if I have any good... Like that's a it's it's just a limbo age to me, kind of like not yeah. that important things don't happen then, but I don't know. I, I I get that. I get that. And I don't know what the drinking age is in in uh, Nova Scotia. I know that in Alberta it's eighteen. Let me check. Um, oh right, I'm thinking with a very American mindset of like American age milestones and whatever. Yeah, the drinking age in Nova so, Scotia is nineteen, so it's like oh, BC. so you it's can like, already drink yeah so you yeah so you're you you're gonna turn 19 so you're gonna be able to drink congratulations she's already 19 yes you turned 19 a week (laughs) and a half ago (laughs) not even a week and a half ago a couple days ago um but like yeah i mean that that's an important milestone for you because you're uh you you get to that age where you can drink but like i don't know i think when when i was I think you get this like this false assumption that like, oh, my God, like I'm going to have so much responsibility and everything's going to feel so different when I'm at this certain age. I remember when I was in like elementary school and I was in like third grade or something and I would see the fifth graders and they looked totally different. And I was like, oh, my God, everything's going to feel so different when I'm in fifth grade and like all these different things. And then I get to fifth grade and I'm like, I feel the same. But like, mm-hmm. even though you have grown within those two years, it's been two years. And so obviously it's not like a very dramatic thing. And so I, I think you, even when I'm older, like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I wonder how I'm going to be when I'm 25. And I'm like, I'm probably going to still be me. I mean, things are going to change Jesus gradually. <laughs> but like, you know, it's you're still going to be yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. When you're 20, you say you say 25, like it's old. And I'm 27. <laughs> but like I'm, I'm comparing fourth grade or like third grade to fifth grade, you know, I'm 21. So in four years, oh, you know, okay. not that I'm okay. not saying the 25 is old. God forbid. You know, but I don't think any age is ever really old. Like when you actually think about it, mm-hmm. even if you live to be 90 or 100 in the grand scheme of everything, that is so young. And there is no way that you could learn. Like, imagine if humans could live just Thousands 100 more years. years than well, just 100 more years than that, like to be 100 or 200. All of that life experience that you would have, like 90 years is of such a short amount of time for life experience. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm, I haven't been 90. I've only been 27. <laughs> but really? You haven't been 90? Hmm. No. <laughs> you don't want me to kill you. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm not 17. Oh, there it is. Damn it. I missed it by 10 years. If I had known you 10 years ago, little ravioli. <laughs> uh, 10 years ago, I was uh, 11. So... I would have Voldemorted you. I mean, yeah, you could suck the soul out of me and use my skin for youth. I'd make you a horcrux. Ooh, that'd be good. 
What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's finally time to wrap this shit up. Even though I I tried to before, but you know, I I just yeah. I, I did I totally forgot that we had this text. But that's sorry, a good text. Megan. Thank you for your question. Uh, sorry, we don't have good advice for you. Yeah, our but advice, enjoy. Our advice. Go ahead and enjoy a, that last year as a teenager. Yeah, enjoy anyway. that last year as a teenager. You think something is going to change dramatically, and it's not. You're still going to be yourself, but. You know, just enjoy the age that you're at and just have fun and go drinking. Have fun with dead alcohols. I guess people can still call you a, you can, you still have the excuse that you're a dumb teenager. Yes. I put dumb in air quotes because I don't think teenagers are dumb. It's a stereotypical, but, oh, they're just a dumb teenager sort of thing. Right. You yeah. can, you can still get away with shit like that. Use still that get to your advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go uh, run around a park at night or something. I don't know. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> Uh, no. Maybe, oh, well. <laughs> don't ask me for things to do that are uh, adventurous. That and... is the most vanilla thing <laughs> I've ever. I know. Heard. I know. <laughs> I'm literally going to run worst. around a park at night. Whoa! Whoa! whoa. What a badass whoa. over here! <laughs> I'm the worst. All right. Um. Yep. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think too. that's enough. So thank you guys so much, as always. Um, the number mm-hmm. to call us and or text us and or send us a smoke signal is just coming up at the end of the podcast. But until then, I guess we'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. So we'll see you all next time on... The The Show! Show!